There is nothing new in the world except the history you do not know. Welcome to the Sales History Podcast. I'm your host, narrator, nerd, Todd Capone. Do you know where the term drumming up business came from? How about the phrase carrying a bag? Like I know I used to say that as an executive. I used to carry a bag. Well, they both came from a type of salesperson from the 1800s. The first being what's called drummers, and the second were called bagmen. And I want to tell you their story today about those drummers, about those bagmen, and then in the process, give you the specific answer to those questions so you can impress your friends. So to start, let's start with this uh, a weird analogy. But this weekend, I was up in Wisconsin with my family, and the distinct sound of the song The Entertainer was heard through the windows. And when I describe this, I think you're going to know what I mean. It was the ice cream truck slowly crawling down the street. And that sound, that song was permeating our attention from at least a block away. I mean, to the point where our kids heard it. I grabbed my wallet. We all threw on our shoes and headed outside to wait for it. And sure enough, it pulled up front and it was, it's a fun experience, right? It's, uh, it's it kind of brings you back to your youth, but that song was playing, right? It was permeating the windows and it was played to let us know that they were coming. Well, the same can be said about the 1800s traveling salespeople, which are, like I said, known as drummers. Now the drummers were independent agents. So they represented the distributors and the wholesalers. So like imagine having something to sell and having a limited means to sell it yourself. Like you're selling, the things they would sell would be like stationery, wallpaper, rugs, like really anything. You might engage and hire a drummer to represent your product on the road. And they would go around and they would sell to retailers or even individual consumers. The drummer is a, like a manufacturer's rep. So they're also representing a number of products and travel town to town looking for new customers. They would take orders in many cases and they would provide feedback back to those manufacturers and distributors as to what they see on the road. Essentially, their job was to drum up business. So why the name drummers though? Like drum up business, why that word? Well, these individuals were known for a few things. It's some good and some not so good. They took samples from the wholesaler or distributor and they would carry it in what was typically a wooden box and the box would have like leather stretched over it, I guess, to make it look nice. Now, similar to my ice cream truck analogy, as these individuals went into town, they would often bang on their leather box like a drum to let people know they were coming. Now, at a certain point in the 1800s, individuals and towns looked forward to the drummers coming to town. Kind of like the ice cream truck. I mean, who doesn't like looking through a sharper image catalog? Or Amazon, I think, has got a page where they have like all new technology offerings. It's cool to look at, right? Well, these drummers are bringing stuff from the outside, where many times it was individuals' really only opportunity to have some fun seeing what's for sale, what's available, what's been produced, what they can buy. So by drumming their box, which apparently sounded like a dampened snare drum, 
the sound became recognizable, like the ice cream truck. Like, here comes the drummers. Now, beyond that purpose for drumming, by the way, during the Civil War, which was 1861 to 1865, these these drummers, they, they would have to bang on the boxes so they could keep from being shot at, especially in the South, where it, if a stranger was coming to town and you're a landowner, you might perceive this person coming to town with a box to be like a Yankee spy, so you might shoot at them. So they would bang their drums just to make sure that, hey, it's the drummers. It's not the Yankee spies. Now, drummers also took it a step further. If you read some of the books that talk about drummers, that they seem to only focus on this idea that uh, there was a time where retailers would come to a central location to kind of meet all the drummers. And those drummers would basically put on a show. They would bang drums to welcome them to town at the train station. So th that's where the, the sound or the, the word drummers came from. And, and there were lots of them. They sold lots of different goods and they had a tremendous amount of pressure on them from the wholesalers and distributors to have, quote, uh, a full order book. They had to know their competitors too. And they had to stand out. And they used relationship building to do so. So relationships were how drummers sold. Again, so many uh, drummers, so many goods, many of them selling the same stuff. So they not only had to know their products inside and out that they were selling, but they had to have a collection of yarns. Yarns? Like, no, I'm not talking about fabric. Although, oddly, in an article I found in Fiber and Fabric magazine, from right around the turn of the century, so right around 1900, a, a drummer, quote, must have some pretty sick yarns up his sleeve to bait his fish with. Yarns were funny stories, jokes, comics. And when I say funny, I kind of put that in air quotes, which I'll explain momentarily. But the drummers were considered artists in that, quote, he treats his shrewdest customer as if he were a child, plays with him, humors him, threatens him, controls him, and finally pulls out his order book and commences to write down the biggest order from a man who never meant to buy at all, end quote. So the, the thought was, if they could get a buyer to listen to a good yarn, that was half the battle. There were literally magazines dedicated to providing yarns for the drummers. I, I actually managed to track down a couple of them and you know bid and got them on eBay uh, one edition is called The Drummer's Yarn, and the other one that I grabbed is called The New Drummer's Yarn, which, again, were magazines uh, where there were regular reads to stock up on the stories and the jokes they tell. Now, like I said, the jokes and stories, I've read both of these magazines. They're pretty mindless. I I've read through a bunch of them, and I, I don't think I've managed to laugh yet, but whatever. I mean, there there's one joke that at least I understand. Uh, from my edition of Drummer's Yarns, Piping Hot, uh, from sometime in the 1890s. I think this one might be 1894. It doesn't have a copyright on it, though. But I've inferred that this, this joke uh, is a man and a woman having a conversation. The man says, quote, I make it a rule to never speak unless I know what I'm talking about. And the woman replies, aren't you afraid of losing your voice for the want of practice? Ha <laughs> ha, like, hilarious, right? That may be the best joke in the edition I have, so you know where the bar is set. Anyway, the drummer would come to town, stay the night, maybe a couple of nights. 
Now, after getting the buyer to be his buddy, uh, he'd often ask if there are any good places to stop or hang out and then invite the buyer to come along. Drummers, they were known as being hard drinking, back slapping, joke telling salespeople, selling on relationships. Now, as I went through piles of magazines and books looking for more tidbits on drummers, I found a bunch. First, the drummers resented the idea that because they appeared to be so happy that their job must be easy. Quote, don't think because we look so jolly and good-tempered all the time that we're always getting the jackpot. It's one of the tricks of the business to look chipper and dapper all the time and to swear that you are doing plenty of business, end quote. And that was uh, from a 1904 article in Salesmanship Magazine. In Canada, an article in the Mail and Empire Magazine, which was out of Toronto in 1903, tried to argue that resenting drummers was misguided, saying, quote, there's probably no class of people in Canada who hold a more important position in the country, end quote. And then they go on to say that uh, they estimated that 75% of the business of the country was done through these individuals, these drummers, in the early 1900s and late 1800s. Now, before the turn of century uh, in 1900, the drummer was often welcomed and was definitely expected. Towns and buyers looked for them, quote, as regularly as they looked for sunshine and flowers in June and slaying in January. They didn't push, they opened their samples, booked the, order, uh, booked the orders, and, and partied. Now, the, the drummers obviously hated the early 1900s. I mean, as the progressive era of the Industrial Revolution exploded, combined with the easing of travel and communication, I mean, manufacturers all hired their own salespeople. And so these drummers complained that they now had to really quote, hustle from the moment he leaves the warehouse steps until he returns. He has to catch trains at all hours of the night in all kinds of weather. He knows there are travelers in his own line ahead of him and others following closely on the track. No matter how sad, sick, or weary he may be, he must wear a pleasant smile. The sales revolution had begun and the, the drummers were going extinct. And in 1908, Business Philosopher Magazine, I found this quote. The typical flamboyantly dressed melodramatic circus comedy drummer of the joke shops has had to make way for the quiet, keen, strictly business, thoroughly in earnest, resourceful, professional man. Yes, salesmanship is now one of the professions and one of the most important, end quote. Now, I found articles sprinkled throughout the first decade of the 20th century trying to hold on. In one article, it was proclaimed, uh, that proclaimed that the drummers of America represent the highest order of labor as a class on the face of the earth. And in one point, the person writing the article says that drummers collect salaries only lower than the president of the United States. So that's drummers. Now, when we talk about the phrase carrying a bag, that also comes from the drummer too. It's just another name for them, specifically in the UK, who coined, you know, prior to drummers primarily traveling via train. Uh, these, these individuals were called bagmen, right? They're via horse. So 1903 article in the Saturday Evening Post explained that while the drummer was carrying a box, and in some cases she, by the way, uh, it would you know, bang to announce their arrival or to greet retailers, the bagman 
was carrying bags draped on either side of the horse they rode in on and had many samples to show. So no noise making or announcements. Carrying a bag meant carrying a bag, quite literally. The name Bagman stuck even as drummers became the norm in the US as the name for the same type of position in the UK. So what can you do with that information? Well, nothing. I mean, maybe just impress your friends with an accurate explanation of where the off-spoken phrases drumming up business and carrying a bag came from. So that's episode number nine already. Like who knew? And while I don't have a sponsor, I sponsored this podcast through my own company, Sales Melon. For those of you who don't know, I'm the author of the book, The Transparency Sale. The sales history thing is just a nerdy outlet for me. And my company, Sales Melon, we speak and teach sales organizations how to optimize essentially their messaging, positioning, presenting and negotiations for the buying brain through transparency and the science of how our brains engage, prioritize, decide, and buy. As it turns out, transparency sells better than perfection. And when done correctly, it literally has magical impacts on sales cycles, win rates, your qualification effectiveness, your deal values, and in the end, your forecast accuracy. So as we head into sales kickoff season, or really any time in between, if you need help for you and your company, reach out. And as always, I'm keen to hear your feedback on these. Please rate and or review wherever you listen and reach out directly with suggestions for topics or improvements. Thanks again.